This season, we dive into the world of the known and the unknown with fresh new segments and the help of new friends. This is Mark and Rose. We need new friends. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, puppies and kittens of all ages. Welcome to Mark and Rove. We still need new friends. Season dos. Now, uh, guys, if you followed us from season one, then you knew that uh, we did our very best to educate you with our personal experiences and those of our wonderful guests. But there's something that we realized uh, between the break, and that was... uh, we're the actual dummies here, so we need to learn a thing or two about uh, everything that's going on in the world we know nothing about, and that is exactly what Season 2 is all about. We will be learning along with you. Isn't that right, Mr. Fernandez? I agree completely and wholeheartedly. In fact, I'm leading the charge and absolutely not knowing anything going into a topic. So, yes, I agree 100% with this. Um, and, you know, like they say, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. A little bit of adversity helps you grow. And, um, yeah, I'm excited to go into the into these big unknowns with you, my homeboy, up my side. We're learning this together. And, you know, the rest of the audience, they're also learning a new thing or two. So I'm excited for season two. And, uh, yeah, glad we're here. I feel like a show. Season two. Pa. I feel like a TV yeah. show. Isn't that great? Ooh, <laughs> we're fancy. <laughs> we are fancy. <laughs> Most people go from, like, podcast and then move to TV show. We've gone from TV shows and now we're moving to a podcast. <laughs> Yes, exactly. And I'm so excited to start writing uh, in the newspaper two weeks from now. That's Not to knock newspapers. Oops, I'm sorry. Well, I I might actually start writing for a paper soon. (laughs) Oh, good for you. Good for you. I still love reading the paper. Absolutely love reading the paper. All right. Speaking of newspapers, one thing that has been absolutely in the headlines is Korea mania, right? Oh, my God. Yes. Now, Nelson, I got to ask you straight up, what... Apart from driving a Kia, what else does the Korean culture, Korean, Korean uh, 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 phenomena, K-pop, how does it encompass your life? My introduction to Korean culture came at a very young age because my stepmother is actually Korean. And uh, my, so my half-sister is half-Korean. So, but uh, they're not really into the whole k-pop k-drama thing i mean can you really see my sister yola being into to k-pop no 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 absolutely not that that would be funny to to i would pay though um whatever it takes to have her sit front row at a bts concert and just (laughs) go girl you know go for it that would be wouldn't that be classic that would be awesome because she's all about the 80s, like the 80s hip hop and everything. And uh, so, yeah, I'm seeing her at a BTS or, uh, uh, gee, I don't even know the names of any of the other uh, Korean bands. That shows you how little I know about Korean culture. I do know that I really enjoy my uh, my stepmother's bulgogi and kalbi. They're both excellent. Um, yeah, and I drive a Kia and I have a Hyundai. Yeah, I think that about sums it up. How about you, buddy? And you have uh, several... I think you have an LG and a Samsung uh, product in your house as well. Sorry, these aren't sponsored. Yes. We're just trying to show you our Korean knowledge of, uh, you know. Yes, I think my fridge is industries. Samsung. <laughs> <laughs> All right, how Excellent. about you? What, what, is, what is your experience in uh, with uh, Korean culture? 
just like you, Korean culture hasn't been, you know, uh, that part of my, uh, you know, growing up. But it's just when I moved here to the Philippines, uh, that's when I really got involved into the Korean culture because you saw it everywhere. I only had one or two Korean friends growing up in the States, and they were pretty much embracing the American lifestyle. So they really, you know, having dinners over at their house, it would it, you know, there'd be the occasional kimchi item and some shoju. But uh, apart from that, it wasn't really deep dive into the Korean culture until I moved here to the Philippines. So I have I have the Philippines to thank for a lot of things that have uh, opened my mind up and, and uh, you know, um, introduced me to, you know, global things. So uh, that's one thing I just absolutely find it. We are we are as close to living in Korea as not living in Korea with with just how immense the amount, the, of, <laughs> the amount of Koreans in the Philippines, you mean? Yes. I mean, there's yes, a huge and, Korean influence here with all the, all the Koreans coming here to study English. Yeah, that's where it started. I think initially that's how we got their influx apart from tourism. Of course, uh, them staying is the school. Diba? Yes, absolutely. Um, actually speaking of school, it reminded me that, uh, one of my first girlfriends when I was in Australia was, uh, was Korean. Um, uh, and, uh, so, oh, and I, and there were a couple of guys in high school that were like, uh, I was the second, no, third Asian in my school when I moved back to Australia from the Philippines. And, uh, and then there was an influx of Koreans coming in. And these were like the, like the bad boy Koreans. They were really cool. They'd be practicing out their Taekwondo moves and, you know, like at lunch break and everything. And, uh, and yeah, we became friends and they took me under their wing and then they like, uh, took me into the city for one weekend of like going out to clubs when we're underage and all the rest of it. Uh, but uh, yeah, very, very cool guys. Uh, mm-hmm. But the, the modern day Korean culture, I have to admit, I am an absolute neophyte when it comes to like K-pop, K-drama, uh, Korean movies. I know you've been bugging me forever to watch some Korean movies. And I admit mm-hmm. that I haven't done that yet. So oh, that's yeah, fine. I have, that, I have a lot to learn. No, no, that's fine. That's okay because you are at the, you know, um right at the starting point of something that'll just absolutely blow your mind. And I'm jealous, you know, because you can only have this experience once. And uh, you know, it's like you you've been trying to get me to watch Game of Thrones eventually, which I will, but you know, I'm excited for myself because I'm right at the cusp of something great. So for you, yeah when you eventually embrace, you know, all this Korean, uh, this Korean phenomenon, you're going to love it, bro. Starting with the films, Korean films, amazing. Out of all their industries, I in particularly think uh, the Korean cinema, um, well, apart from food, of course, Korean cinema has just stamped, laid their stamp on the world. But of course, music is something that uh, is, is, is just on the brink of, you know, insanity. And we'll talk about that a little bit later, but I have, a timeline that I'd like to run by you that I okay. think you and I would understand uh, because we share similar timelines. We have, okay. uh, yeah. So Fire bear away. with me. It, it, it's a little wind, long-winded, but um, uh, because it's the history of, of Korea in the next in the last thirty years. But so Korean, this Korean phenomenon hasn't. Uh, people think it's just happening now. And and maybe in the last year or two, and then of course, Psy. Uh, it's putting Korea on the map a few years ago. That's pretty much the extent of it from a pop culture standpoint, right? But Korea has been placed, I don't know if, if they did this on purpose, but Korea has been ingraining themselves into our country since day one, starting with 
North Korea. North Korea has always been in the news for whatever reason, you know, that North Korea is always in the news. And then, of course, uh, with Trump uh, doing the the inexplicable, um, you know, basically uh, declaring peace, having a peace summit, that was just absolutely a massive epic event. So that's North Korea itself being in the news. Now, from a popularity standpoint, North Korea was uh, the the butt of all jokes, so to speak, when it was uh, and the ultimate uh, parody of it was when James Franco and um, uh, uh, Seth Rogen made the interview. Remember that that was about North Korea. So that got them into the popularity mode, not just politically they were there, but popularity wise, they were just getting into our psyche. Now, of course, um, uh, you know, 10 years ago, uh, you would have been laughed at if you bought a Korean car, you know, but now nowadays it's it's some of the best vehicles out there in, uh, you know, on the road today. Um, technology has been growing exponentially. You know, of course, Samsung phones, appliances, uh, you know, IT software, all of that. It's been improving. So there's South Korea now being a part of our life, yet we don't really know it. We don't really notice it. Very subtle. And then, of course, um, you know, it's kind of a cool fact that 80 percent uh, of Koreans own smartphones. So that just shows you, you know, they're early adopters. They're very, um, uh, yeah, they're early adopters and, you know, they're tech savvy. So oh, that they're, they're, said, so, they're so tech savvy that they have the fastest Internet in the world. Yes. Yes. Agreed. Agreed. They uh, need it. <laughs> they yeah, need they, it. They, they need it. But um, I was going to say that uh, we, I think you and I were a little bit aware of uh, Korean culture a little bit before that. Do you remember the Wonder Girls? I remember you used to be able to do their, the Wonder Girls dance so well. Yes, Wonder Girls uh, absolutely was uh, fantastic. But I want to one-up you. In my opinion, someone who was the true, again, in my opinion, someone who came out and became K-pop for me was Rain. I don't yes. know if you recall Rain. This was around yep. 2000 and. Six, 2007. Yeah. yeah. And and it was it, he was the first uh, Korean superstar to become uh, international. I remember reading an article where he sold out Madison Square Garden in New York, the Mecca, not just one night, but two nights in a row back to back. And, you know, that was unheard of for at two, in 2006 for a Korean yeah. singer. So and then became Wonder Girls and then the slew of all them riding on the coattails of again, either rain wonder girls and sigh okay guys you know we've been uh, we've been watching uh, a little bit of this uh this k culture but we're just as we mentioned earlier we're complete neophytes we know nothing about this uh so i don't know do you think we should bring in uh an expert absolutely would love to hear from the expert and we got a doozy she is phenomenal uh Gives me great pleasure and honor new friends. Ladies and gentlemen, up next, we have a writer. I believe she's a director. She's a fantastic producer from uh, productions such as Pro Productions, Game Plan, CNN Philippines, and my personal favorite, the multi-awarded Eco Traveler, founder and host of Slate. Mark, you got to check this one out. It's a podcast for the true lovers of anything and everything TV, film, and media. And the soon-to-be founder of BTS Titas of Manila. She is a true blue Korea boo. Please welcome Miss Mel Lozano Alcaraz. And now, here's a segment we like to call We Need New Friends. Annyeong! Hi, guys! Hey, Mel! <laughs> you forgot one thing. 
I am what? also a famous celebrity hanger on because I have so many celebrity friends and people don't know why because I'm not in showbiz. But you know, you do. I'm, you I'm do. always, I'm always like the plus one of like it's Revilson and friend, it's Mark Nelson and friend. It's always like that. I'm the end friend. Oh, okay. I'm, need- I'm usually Revilson's end friend as well. And then, therefore, I can never get in, so we're both just stuck partying in the parking lot, as always. <laughs> Party in the parking lot. No. We can probably oh. fit in Mark's abs, most likely. <laughs> Do you want number, which number? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight? No. Wow! <laughs> Nelson! I'm only in a, only on a very good year. Uh, close <laughs> enough, close enough. No, keep going. We're getting more viewers. Keep talking about your abs. <laughs> we're climbing, we're climbing. <laughs> Hi guys! Hi, Mel. Thank you so much for joining us on this. We re- we've been wanting to get Mel Lozano uh, on this podcast for various topics. You know, she is one of those jack of all trades, can talk about anything. Um, but this is the one clearly where she knows uh, everything there is to know, and we are so ready to learn from you, Mel. Um, but straight I'm off, I'm not of the an map, expert. Okay, I'm not an expert because I like everybody in the Philippines or most of the people in the Philippines. I only started watching K dramas this year, so I'm really, really not an expert. But I've I've read a lot about it, and we did a whole episode on Enslate about K dramas. So okay, that's so my. You've already, you've already done the deep dive now. I've, I've uh, done the deep now, dive. Now that you've uh, you've you've put that out there and and trying to prove that you're a responsible adult, um, <laughs> who's the cutest? Who's the cutest in BTS? Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! It is V. Tell us all about him. Why is he the one? Um. So Kim Taeyong, I love him so much. Um. I he among everyone in BTS, he's my favorite voice because he can go from baritone and um and falsetto. And I think musically, we're super Don't close. give us this crap about the music. Well, I'm right. giving you the crap about the music first to be objective. <laughs> to justify. Okay? Oh, okay. All right. Yes. All right. All right. She yes, learned from the best. You're good. Yeah. You're good. I mean, I You're was good. a journalist before, so I have, to, I have to view this with a very objective lens. And musically, I think we are a complete oh, match. I, I know you're looking at him objectively, all right. <laughs> but yeah, when, uh, yeah, V. I just want to take care of him. It's getting he hot here. Why am I sweating? Yeah. <laughs> just want to take but care of your goddaughter. Her favorite is her bias is Jungkook, the youngest. That's her favorite. The youngest. Got it. Okay. D- yeah. d- does he have uh, uh, shades of um, Timberlake in him from being the um, Bunso? She no? likes him a lot because he's he's honestly the best singer and he's the okay. most energetic dancer. But at the same time, because he makes her laugh the most on on the BTS shows. There's like a okay. universe of BTS shows out there. Wow. All right. Ah. This is- okay. I I how can you tell which is which? They all look the same. Yeah, that's that's how it starts. And then you decide to kind of like, okay, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be a good K-pop fan and I'm gonna learn their names and then Within an hour, you know their whole life story, and then you already know who your favorite is, and you already know what the dynamics and how how they play with each other. And that's okay. I think that's what makes BTS special. Is they're okay. more do, than just a boy band. Uh, I have a question mark. Yeah, I, do they each individually have uh, different upbringings? Like one is from the ghetto, one is a rich yeah. kid, one was so, military um, base. You know, uh, so there's seven, right? Um, okay. RM, the leader, I think is. 
absolutely is well off. And Jin is also well off. He's the oldest. And then at the other end of the spectrum, you have V, which is Young, and Jimin, which is the other, like the third youngest. They kind of grew up, not in poverty, but they, they weren't well off. And then mm-hmm. the middle guys were, were middle class. But V, I know, came from a farming family. Like he came from the province. And he was, he was shipped to Korea because he passed the, he passed the idol audition. Uh, I shipped the soul. Yeah. Now, do they stay together for a long time or do they eventually break off like, you know, the Harry Styles and one becomes the, uh, you know, do they go solo or um, it would behoove them to stay together longer because they make more that way? What, what is the lifespan of a boy band in Korea? Who's to tell, right? Because I think um, like Big Bang is still together. Um, okay. I, I just think it depends on, on the group. If they will stay together or not, but I think mm. their longevity is pretty. It's pretty. It's it's long. It's it's not like One Direction. I think the problem with One Direction is they were put together so quickly mm-hmm. by Simon Cowell, right? So there wasn't a lot of like these guys lived together for seven years, and they mm. they usually live together in 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 small quarters when they're still mm. at Idol Academy. So they're really forced to get along and figure out their dynamics before they become famous so that when they do become famous, nothing's going to affect them. Fame is, isn't going to affect this, this family. And I think oh. that's what works with, with the K-pop, with the K-pop system, the boy band system. So they pick them out at the, at the beginning, like of their, yeah. of their studying at the, the idol academies. No, sometimes and- the first day they, they do auditions. And then when you pass the auditions, they place you in the academy. And then that's when you start because they pay for your training. And then when you debut as a group and then you start earning money, you kind of have to pay back your, your academy or your your record, your record company. And yeah, it's, it's a big investment for both parties. Wow. That's huge. Mel, how big a phenomena is this fandom amongst the titas of Manila? Oh my God, you know the biggest Tita fan? And I was so surprised. So we have this Facebook group um, called Titas of BTS. I didn't find, I didn't, I was not the co-founder. I was just dragged in there by our friend Garlic Garcia. Sure. (laughs) Garlic, yeah. You're you're just the avatar. It's like 700 thirsty Titas. And what I realized was though, so there are fangirls. But then above the fangirls are fan titas who have spending power. So they can actually yeah. buy all the merch and buy the tickets and buy, buy all the content. And, you know, so the biggest one is Leia Salonga. And I was so what? surprised. She's the most active one in our group. Like she posts every hour. <laughs> <laughs> no, not Leia. Yeah. so much I'm not joking. I'm not. She is the biggest BTS fan. And then when when BTS did recently did their Tiny Desk series, I'm not sure if you guys are familiar with Tiny Desk, but if you're yes. a, a true music fan, Tiny Desk is like this generation's MTV unplugged where artists come in, mm. strip down, no lip singing, no auto sync, no no um voice voice shenanigans. Yeah. Just everything has to be real and raw. And when, when that happened, oh my God, she was going nuts in, in our in our Facebook group because she was like, these guys are the real deal. They're, they're, their voices are so stable. They're hitting those high notes. They're, you can't escape uh, their talent. It's just, it's real. And oh, she wow. said that she would, 
if she if they auditioned for her in the voice, she would she would turn her chair. No question about it. That's a golden buzzer, I would assume. Yeah. That's the equivalent of a golden buzzer. Okay. Fantastic. Wow. Wow. Okay. All right. Huge BTS fan. All right, that, that's just given them a lot more street cred in, in my book because I have a lot of respect for Leia and her, and her ear for talent. Um, mm-hmm. So, okay, yeah, I guess, I guess. Well, I mean, this is, they only, they only uh, pick the best of the best in Korea because every Korean kid wants to be like a, a K-pop star. So they, Everyone they really in the do. world wants to be a K-pop star. Okay, that's star, true, right? yeah. Uh, there, there are people flying in from other countries to go and attend these academies and paying for it. The, one uh, of the girls in Blackpink, which is a, a girl group, a girl K-pop group, group, is actually Thai. She's not Korean. Oh, she auditioned and um, like they did, they did remote auditions. She passed. She flew into Korea, I think, when she was fourteen. Started going to Idol Academy, and then uh, Blackpink was debuted as a group. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah, so international uh, collaborations and everything. So what else can so, you tell us about, uh, about this, uh, this K-culture phenomenon that uh, we should know as, as people that know nothing? Well, I, I heard you guys talking earlier about um, it being so conservative. Um, mm-hmm. And in one of our, in our NSA episode, I, our, the, the person we invited to talk about it actually explained this, this thing because I asked, why aren't they showing any skin? Why are the kissing scenes so short and so chaste, et cetera, et cetera. And it's because when they produce K-dramas, the producers, they always have to think of global scales, global censorship rules, et cetera, because ah. the, their, their instinct is always to export their product. So if wow. they put too much skin, if they put too much, you know, if the, the, if the skirt's too short or the, the love scene is too graphic, they can't really sell it to Muslim countries or or uber-conservative countries. So they always have to think globally, like, what's going to sell outside but, of Korea? But some of the, uh, the the K-pop, like, girl bands are wearing relatively skimpy outfits sometimes. Yeah, but you, you have to understand that K-dramas are, are a family thing. So people sit down uh, with their families okay. and watch it with them. So it really has to appeal to a mass, to this huge demographic of, or, or, or ages like from five to 65. Okay. All right. Fair enough. That makes sense. Um, I did notice uh, when I was, when I was doing my research, uh, my, my half-assed internet research uh, an hour ago or like 30 minutes before we went on air um, that uh, I think Blackpink did a concert in Iran or something mm-hmm. uh, somewhere in the, in the Middle East, but they were dressed a lot more conservatively. Like their dresses were like, you know, down past the knee and everything. And uh, obviously, I guess, to, uh, to, you know, take note of the, the local sensibilities and sensitivities. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's interesting to see how they've really marketed this uh, as much as possible to a worldwide audience. And from what I understand, it was really the, a big push of the Korean government after the, uh, the Asian currency crisis Correct. to use this, uh, this whole, you know, K-pop culture. Uh, it's as, called the Hallyu Wave. That's the one. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, yeah, as, a, as an economic tool of recovery. So the, each year, the Korean government allots 10% of their budget for arts and cultural development. That's 10%? Nuts. Wow. Yeah. That's nuts. That's like 
Wow. $500 million, maybe? No, that's got to be more than that. Yeah, definitely it's, more. That, 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 would be in the, that would be in the trillions for, for an economy it, it, like South Korea? It is 10% of their economy. That's why, that's why they're so big. You know what I mean? Yes. I'm so jealous because if only the Philippines, our government, <laughs> if only our government took yeah. our arts and culture seriously, could, we could easily, easily export our, our talents and our vision and, and elevate our, our, our craft. Yes, we have so much talent here, uh, and it's it's such a shame to see it go to waste. Uh, you know, and have all of these incredibly talented uh, people, you know, just performing on on cruise ships and in mm-hmm. bars and restaurants mm-hmm. when they they should really be out there on the world stage, just killing it. So, yeah. to anyone out there mm-hmm. in uh, in the government, if uh, you would like to support the arts and help revive the economy uh, after uh, the pandemic, I think this is a wonderful opportunity to do so. Example given, BTS, I know, brings in over a billion US dollars into the Korean economy. That's how wow. That's wow. how in tourism, merch, everything. It's, it's, everything revolves around BTS in Korea. Yeah. And you can't discount and it's not you can't even put a price tag on national pride, which is something Korea is really, really into Um, with them becoming the first Asian band to become number one on the billboards. That is a sense of national pride that can't be translated into money. So uh, breaking the Internet with the uh, small desk, uh, small desk concert. Yeah. Tiny Desk Concert, that what also made a record of uh, most views within an hour. I think it broke the internet as well. So, I think it, it again, was 4 million views in an hour. And, and the because I follow the NPR guys, the, the, those guys, right. and then they were right. going nuts that they had no idea that this it would explode that, that huge. Wow, so, that, that's yeah. super impressive. Um, hey, you know Speaking what, guys? impressive, Mark. Yeah, speaking of impressive, uh, we have another guest that we want to bring in, another expert on uh, this particular topic. Uh, Mel, please do not leave. We're going we're gonna to need your input a little bit more. But uh, ladies and gentlemen, this came as a big surprise uh, to me. I did not realize that she was a huge K-pop fan. She is an incredibly talented actress, incredibly talented singer. Um, uh, she is not a, uh, a K-pop fan tita yet she's not old enough to 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 be that but she puts the k in k-pop ladies and gentlemen miss kirill yuson hi hi everyone i'm wearing my k-drama attire (laughs) (laughs) although this is pretty much how my mom dresses up so parang mm. your mom was ahead of her time guys this is my second outfit for tonight the other one was just too hot so I had to <laughs> Nice. You oh, that's hot as well. drama fan without mismatched earrings. Oh, is that okay. a thing? Yeah. They always oh, wear what? the earrings at one point. Swarovski, usually. Ooh, oh, okay. Nice. What else is part of the K-pop uh, uniform? Oh, okay. K-drama. I don't know. Well, I'm just uh, no, a disclaimer. I'm not super into K-pop because it's just too fast. So I do ah. love um, OSTs because it's more dramatic. So it's mabagal. Mm. So yeah, going, going back to my question, the difference that you think that you see between the K-dramas and the Pinoy dramas? Um, a lot. Um, I think 
Well, so many things to say, really. I don't know. How much time do we have? <laughs> <laughs> Let's start In with Pineapple. Eh. I, I love watching K dramas. And sobrang nakakatawa kasi pet peeve ko yung mga people who don't get it, like Mark and Rob. <laughs> but we're Sorry. willing to learn. We're willing yeah, to yeah, learn. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. It's 2020. Don't get it by now. We had so much time to watch. You didn't even watch one. <laughs> I did you watch. I've been watch busy. Landing on uh, you. I've been Kingdom. busy. I, I watched Kingdom. Kingdom. I don't know if you okay, saw that. That watched, was the zombie one. That it was, was one fantastic. Of the shortest ones they have. Two seasons. It was pretty long. An hour each. Twenty, you know, thirteen episodes. So it was I legit. That one I didn't oh. finish. Actually, I finished Alive recently. That's also a okay. A zombie one. Yeah, I liked it. Okay, that's a movie, but, right, Key? Alive. Yeah, Alive uh, with Park Shin Hee. Okay. Yeah, I, Alive I, is is that the one where they the soccer team crashes in the Andes and they have to meet each, meet each other? <laughs> no, son, you are dating yourself. <laughs> <laughs> no, they've updated it. They crash land in Seoul oh, now, Mark. Oh, and yeah. they, <laughs> appropriately <laughs> it's actually, enough. It's actually a good one. I don't know if you would like it because it's three characters lang and a bunch of zombies. It was oh, nice. zombies again? It. Yeah, zombies. Oh, okay. So is is zombies because I know Train to Busan is a zombie mm-hmm. thing as well. So yes. is that a is that a recurring theme in Korean movies? Um, I don't know. I guess globally, it's like one of those things. Not sure, but it's it's like something that it's people a good gateway. love. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Well, speak, speaking <laughs> of zombies, I, I gotta uh-huh. you, thank you for bringing this up, Mark. Uh, ladies, when you watch how Pinoy men are on film and media, and how they're you know being romantic, how does it differ from Korean men and leading leading actors and how they are romantic? What are the differences? We have all the time in the world. Go. Uh, and which well, one kiss like zombies? Siguro, <laughs> <laughs> going back to your first question, like what's the difference between Korean dramas and Filipino dramas? The time frame, sa kanila, it's usually a season of 12 episodes, satin, long drawn season. And um, it depends on the, ano ba? Ratings. We're very ratings conscious here. Yeah. Mm. There are times na it. I think it got really bad na minute per minute. I've worked in Singapore and there, hindi naman daw sila minute per minute tumingin ng chart. It's more of um, segment per segment, like mm. commercial break or the gap, ba? So, syempre, kasama doon, yung mga kwento na kinikwento. I mean, doon kasi writer is king. The writer mm-hmm. de- decides. They have the confidence. They are telling all sorts of stories. So if there's one story you don't like, you can find one that you actually could relate to, I think. Kasi they write about everything. So the men also are all different. Like we yeah. see all kinds of guys. Usually, I guess the biggest formula, the cutest, hottest formula are the bratty guys who just don't smile in the beginning and then suddenly somewhere in the middle, oh my God, na siya. And they really save that freaking smile somewhere in the middle. And when he smiles, you're just like, Oh. <laughs> Even if in your whole life you've never had a crush on a Korean guy, you're just suddenly falling for a uh-huh. character. That's me. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Now, do do they um adhere to the typical archetypes of of uh, men characters? The bad boy. Is there a Korean? Mm-hmm. You know, there's a Korean bad boy. Is there a Korean? You know, pakute or or uh, boy next door? Do they have all those archetypes? I feel like. I only see one type um, really? of 
What's that? The chabol, right, Kay? That's like Ayong the mayaman. Uh-oh, Uh-oh, like that's the top yeah, the 1% peg. or something. Yeah, Sorry? usually yung pinakamayayaman. Because naman, of okay. course, you would want to feature the richest guys because they have the nice clothes. And that's what you want to see, right? The nice mm-hmm. cars, the nice houses. Mm. But there are also the simple people na... It's so cute because you'll see how they live in a community, how they treat their family, how they have to leave home. Because you have to leave home at one point. That's not a very Pinoy thing. How to live with roommates. Right. They teach all these things, these, these little things. Meron din marami yung parang mga amazing stories. Hindi naman sila tao. Alien sila or robot. So may mga fantastic stories sila na... I guess it, it also explores that. Mm-hmm. You can rent a boyfriend or a girlfriend now. You can also buy one. Or I think a, a good question. I, I think is, you can do that in a lot of countries. Now. <laughs> Sadly. <laughs> this was really human-like. Uh, what were you saying, Mel? No, I think a good question is what is what 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 is different from the Pinoy, K, the Pinoy drama and the K-drama? Like, what is not in the K-drama, that, that people mm-hmm. love and gravitate towards. And I think one of that is there's no, like, mellow, there's an absence of melodrama. Bihira yung iyakan, sampalan. It's not, it's not a, a huge mm-hmm. thing when you're watching a Korean drama. It, it doesn't center around the Kirida. I think that's my problem when I watch. You know, oh, it's like the world of the married. The well, that's two. one show, right? Oh, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I think in general, though, there's... There's hardly any storyline that involves a husband leaving the family for another wife or, or the wife's battling mm. out. It's frowned upon, yeah. It's funny yeah. because they always try to teach manners. Um, they're big mm. on this word. I, I had never heard it before, honorific. So if you're an elder, which is what I put in my name, Nuna is like an ate for Anuna. So Anuna, so I'm Anuna. You have to speak to me a certain way if you're younger, and that they always mention why do you talk to me casually or I want honorifics or I, I never heard that before. And they're big on kunwari. Ito na favorite ko. Mag-aaway yung mag-amang mayaman. Wala ngang sampalan as Mel said, but papasok siya nakasuit. Like yung mga yung mga picture niya kanina nakasuit. Nakachinelas kasi sa bahay nakachinelas ka lang. Mag-aaway sila sigawan ng tatay. Blah, 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 blah. Pag alis niya, he has to bow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because at the end of the day, it's all about respecting Respect. your mother. So right. I don't know. I don't know if it's true to life because I've heard some stories then. So I don't know. I think they're also trying to teach or correct a part of their culture through the dramas. I don't know. And Kay, our favorite part of watching dramas, it's the... Food that they portray ah, yeah. on screen. The food. Yeah, El said, please mention that now we always have kimchi. So we had kimchi for dinner. It's always there. Kumbaga staple food na. I even have those soy whatever, the the noodles. Ay. Yeah. One of the yes. worst things I have ever seen is let's eat two. Parang may ASMR part siya. And then the guy is a food vlogger. The girl eats a certain way. So they're always like, no, this is the way to eat it. And then the guy's like, no, no, this is the proper way to eat it. And then they freaking show the food. I gained five pounds watching that drama, I swear. Guys, this is a, this is a, a K-reality show. So there's like a K-drama. Huh? And then there's the K-reality. 
it's a whole oh, different ball game. Oh, let's is a drama, but then ah. it's really a lot of eating. It's centered on that. He's, ah. he's vlogging also, but he's also mahirap. Pero, you know, he likes to eat. And he really knows, like, the good places to eat. Uh, Interesting. So, Wait, you mentioned, you mentioned K-Reality. Sorry, Mark. Uh, you mentioned yeah, K-Reality. Do they have K-Reality, like uh, The Bachelor? Yes, and I know, but it's not like that. Their virgin. Like that. That's insane. No way. There's they have reality that, stars, too. Uh-oh. Is there a Iba Kardashian yung, of Korea? Iba yung K-Reality. No, okay. It's very, it's what you call a, it's, it's called healing. It's a, it's more of a healing thing where they, they pretty much do the reality show is centered around activities that will enrich your, your personality or mm-hmm. how you can escape from the city and relax. It's more of like that. There's hardly any conflict. They, 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 okay. don't, they don't believe in, in, you know, the Western shenanigans where there's like, I hate you. I'm always backbiting about this guy and you know, how, how I can one up. In, in like K- all the negativity. Yeah, in K-Reality, it's so positive. And you really watch it to kind of like, oh my gosh, this is so relaxing. Oh, I want to cook that tomorrow. The bucket. So it's like, oh my God, I want to eat that. I know. I, I go to this place in Poblacion, <laughs> which, is how, which is how Ryan says it. Ate Karil, let's go to Poblacion. Okay, we had pork rib soup. I always go there. That's when I see the owner. I'm like, oh, one, one, feeling close ako ganyan. Tapos parang <laughs> nakakatawa kasi yeah. I never I never thought I would love it that much and I would be so into it. Yael wants to say hi. No, 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 I'm just getting the dog. Has Yael ever watched an episode and of course, Mong, mm-hmm. uh, does he get into it with you or this is your time at uh, you know, completely? Ah. I mean, is there any way for us men to enjoy it alongside with you? Can we? I know that was so loaded, but yeah, L likes this one drama. It's called Hyena, and that's his that's his one drama. It's the guy from the Kingdom. From Kingdom. Okay. Yes, too. She's a, she's in her 40s now, no? I love that she's she's 50. Ah, she just celebrated her birthday. Wow. She had her birthday, and yeah, L was one of the Hi Ate Pabijo Greet. She loves it. He would watch it and then play the soundtrack. Um he knew the the guitar parts lang naman, yeah. So yeah, there 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 is one that he likes. The rest okay. behind the looks lang and then he's yeah, that's mom also. Okay, okay. Mom watched a few episodes of It Day One class, but mostly mm. because of uh-huh. he like how Park Sojun dressed up in the show. I love Park Sojun. Okay, yeah, okay. That was okay. my that was my so that's... question. <laughs> no one got it. <laughs> With the chestnut hair? No, the secretary Kim. Ah, I was secretary, secretary Kim. And of course, okay. I have my very own um, opa Ryan Bang. He was, <laughs> he was. I had the cow, and then I had an ID, and people were like, oh, ano, ano yan? Taga office ka? I was like, secretary Kim. Hello. If if there was Halloween, I would dress up this year as a crash landing on you, North Korean Ajuma with the curlers and the apron. That that's my. Land costume, but I guess Halloween mm-hmm. isn't happening. Crash landing was so good. Wait, yeah, can you, you know, hand my? I only just up? figured out like last night that Chloe is crash landing on you. I thought it was two different things. Wait, hold on. You have to see. Get my with the lingo, Mark. <laughs> Wait, which I, I one of know. people talk about Chloe? People talk about crash landing on you. You know, not in the same sentence. And so, yeah, you're like, okay, I guess Mark, there's I some. I thought you were the smarter one between the two. Well, no, but I figured here, that out. 
No, <laughs> because someone probably told you. I did figure no. it out. And I figured it out on my own. No, no, I figured it out on my own way before. I'm, I'm gonna no, have okay. to. Sorry, call you out on All right. that one. Okay. All right. <laughs> yes. yes. Crash landing when it, on you okay. was so good. I was ready to go to North Korea. Yeah. Wow, that's awesome propaganda. <laughs> There's something about it that makes you so curious about it. My dad loved it. He loved the whole idea of seeing yeah. the parallel. He was just like, I want to see the parallel. Kunwari, he's not into it, right? but I know you liked it, Dad. <laughs> favorite part, aside from the ajumas, which the aunties making balde-balde of kimchi was really mm-hmm. how they cook the clams. Okay, so mm-hmm. in K-dramas, they always show you how to live your life, your best life. They're showing you how they eat on the rooftop together as friends or family, how to drink together, how to enjoy work drinks. And then this one is the best. In North Korea, supposedly, parang the old way, with the simple way, is yummier. So they would get the clams, they would put it on the floor, pour, was it soju? And then light I it up. I think so, yeah. Soju, and then they light it up. And then it's supposedly, so kinain nila, so hinigup nina, sobra daw tamis. Until now, I'm thinking about that in my head, like, saan ko gagawin yan? I really wish that Pinoy dramas and movies would film Filipino food this way. Yes. Really interesting. Again, interesting. Difference. Um, in Filipino dramas, makikita mo, oh, it's breakfast time. Ayan na yung itlog, yung kanin, yung hotdog. And it's like, and the time, don't forget the orange juice. And the, the orange, very yellow orange juice. Ba? All the time? Sila kasi nagbabaom pa. So, uh, and it, those little details, talaga, mm. I think they make all the difference. Mm-hmm. You know, listening listening to you guys talk, it sounds like uh, there really is a a push to influence the Korean culture in a positive way through its uh, its media, whether it be its you know like uh, the yeah the K dramas, the movies, uh, the the K pop, and everything. Um, do you think something like that could ever work here? Because I mean, as 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 you've mentioned, it's very different here. Like uh, the sorts of things that they put out on TV um, also influence the culture, but not necessarily in the same positive way. Do you think Pinoy's could be influenced positively if they had more uplifting programming? Uh, I I, I think so. It. I really think so. Because Filipinos are consumers of media, and mm. if we if we elevate what they watch, then why why can't we why can't they elevate themselves also and with their thinking and and the way they act, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Hmm. I think so. You know what they watch is very um, aspirational also. With the millions of Pinoys who watch K dramas, they're all cooking Korean right now. They all want to go to Korea because they want to see all the locations. We can do that if the network accepts or the movie accepts all just you know, they just lay down the law and say, here, here's money, produce something good, let's, let's really promote it and make people watch it. And I, I think it can be done. I really think it can be done. Interesting. If, guys, if we were to send a capsule into space that would, um, and inside this capsule are items that would pretty much define 2020, the year that it was, uh, what DVD of what series are we putting in? Oh. Korean, of course. One. You could only put in one. A one lang? Yes. So, I mean, your choice and then Mel's choice. I'd like Saan to see. 
Uh, it's going into space. And <laughs> gusto pa natin sila mabother or gusto natin masaya sila? Uh, <laughs> will it eventually return to us in no. 10 years? <laughs> gusto ba natin will... isipin na bobo tayo? Kasi it, it <laughs> pa para di na sila goes... mag-attack? <laughs> uh, yeah, that is true. Diba? That is true. Oo, tama. But uh, now, we'll put in other footage for them to not want to attack us. But we have to put in a Korean, a Korean novella, what would it be? I've already, I'm like on, I don't even know Pang Ilana is the one I'm watching right now. <laughs> so I, I can't say that only one would define my year, especially because we had so much free yeah. time, right? Yeah. So we've mm, that's they, okay. Which I, is your I, favorite? I, I, would, I would not put in a K-drama. Because oh. it's just too long. People won't, the aliens won't have the patience for it. <laughs> but I would put in. I would They're aliens. How, how do you know how much patience they have? <laughs> you guys don't have the patience <laughs> for it. What more are you being? My love from the star? Ayun na lang sa My love from the star. You, you guys had the patience for it. I think they can handle it. They're a higher life being, remember? <laughs> I, I would right, put in dynamite. Enough. I would put in that song. As oh, the capsules, oh, because it really makes you good. feel good every day. Yeah. You play it, yeah. you're already in a good mood. Nothing can ruin it's my day. It's in Korea, but it's California sunshine. How yeah. do they do that? Lots of lots of lights for sure. Not the green screen. That was no. I mean, it's not that... green screen. It's the Mandalorian technology. Mark Nelson, keep up. <laughs> Mark, <laughs> I thought the Mandalorians only made armor. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe maybe I need to go there and make you watch things again. Yes. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> we will teach you the ways. I love it. Oh, sorry, Mark. You're on your you're on your own on that one. Sorry, bud. <laughs> I'm glad it was you. And thank you for lying on that grenade because I didn't know where the hell they were going with that either. Yeah. <laughs> they were practical sets, okay? They're like super owning the internet right now. Because all the awards show can just feature you in your country. And it's just like, we're ready. Yeah, here we are. I mean, it's so inspiring. They're going to be on um, Fallon the whole week next week. All week. The whole week. They did in, where was that? In the train station? Was that their last one? Yeah, yeah. That was just one episode for them last month, but then next Happy. week is a whole yeah. week of BTS on Jimmy Fallon. Wow. And That's what are they going to be doing? They're <laughs> going to be co-hosting the show with Fallon and then I think um, performing every night as the musical guest. They're the musical guests taking over uh, the, the whole week. Oh, wow. big time. Yeah. That's super impressive. Oh, they're killing it. They are killing Hashtag it. Now- road to Grammys. You're going to make it wow. to the next year. Wow. I have a question for you guys. Do you think that uh, Revilson and I could cut it as uh, as K-Dramas does? Yes. Oh, wow. That was a very quick yes. Yeah, a lot there faster are than I expected. for you guys. They, what they kind of their, roles? In Demon Horse, um, what was that? He was a surfer Muna in LA or something. Yeah, may mga role na Americano or English speaking. Because K drama actors are very, very tall. They are tall mofos. Mm-hmm. And that registers. Interesting. Okay. That registers there. Because you can't normally tell the height of people. They're like, when you watch the them. average height is. Oh six my God. Feet. When they're in a suit, you can totally yeah. tell. Yeah. Sometimes the average height. 
movie montages when you're just checking out like, all the mga outfits na pang ma- sobrang mahal. Yeah, diba? You can tell. Because they're model, they're built like models. Yeah. They're so tall. It, it's a good-looking industry. Theirs in and particular. And apparently, their, their height is apparently because of uh, their vegetarian, their vegetable diet. And really? Yeah. Have, it's, it's been ingrained in generations and generations of like vegetable eating that their height just grows yeah. exponentially. And the abs, you guys could kill it. There, oh, there's always a scene where they're like sad and they're like taking a bath. Taking a bath. The shower scenes. <laughs> yeah, if Nelson. You to audition. Be sad. I'm thinking. Nelson, you've had a couple of shower scenes. Shower. Right? A shower. I swear. And then he becomes sad. Yes. <laughs> I always cry in the shower. <laughs> Very uh, <laughs> crying game of you, Nelson. <laughs> oh my god! No, but uh, and the thing is, because they have two years of training, so military, so they're freaking cut. So you know who who skipped the military training because they don't have a shower scene. Mm-hmm. They didn't work Jeez. out. <laughs> Maybe they're just running. Got okay. Fair so enough. Yes, congrats. It's, I think you'll make it. I am so fascinated uh, with with everything they're saying about you know it's all the details that were showcased that are just getting them so absorbed into it. You know the food, the costumes, the precision dancing, and the movements, the acting, their voices. I really need to see it. I'm so interested. I'm sold. I will. I promise. I'll give you two episodes on my end. You just let me know which series to watch. How about you, Mark? You got at least. Yeah. Um, yeah. No. No. I've. I've already committed to uh, I will watch something. I was actually just talking to okay. uh, my girlfriend this morning about it. And uh, when I go and visit her in, in Puerto Rico, she's already got a couple lined up that we're going to watch Ooh. together. There um, you go. So, yes. Congratulations, I ladies. Will. You've converted us. We will give it a try. <laughs> a chincha? Araso? <laughs> <laughs> Can you Sorry. can you uh, say goodbye to uh, a little goodbye message in Korean? Did you figure that out at least? Hana dul set. Hana dul set. Annyeong. Fighting. That's my favorite. Fighting. All right, guys. Well, we we heart you. Heaps and heaps. Thank you so much for joining us uh, on the show, educating us about something that we knew nothing yes. about. And um, yes, uh, we have now both committed to Yay! learn more about K-pop culture. Thanks to you, ladies. Thank you. We can be the K-titos. Oh. You can be the Oppas. I can't wait to, for you guys to reach Oppa status. Oppa. Yes, Oppas. That's Oppa what it's the... style. No, Mark. No, no, it's like when a girl is... I'm sorry. <laughs> See what I have to deal with? It's no. when it's Oppa. I love Karel. We have lost control of the show. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Speaking of plugging, you guys want to uh, plug anything or any projects that you're working on, or how can we get more of you guys? Let us know. Tomorrow I have a show on the Generica page, so please do visit my page, We Love Kirill, and yeah, the links will be there. And very soon I found some 
girlfriends to maybe chat with on October 4. So yeah, just watch out for that. And showtime every day. Excellent. I have a movie and TV and um, pop culture podcast. We trended number one last week, but we're probably at the bottom of the list now. Um, It's with Quark Canaris, Globe Studios executive, and Ramon Devera, Inquirer columnist. It's called Enslate. We're available on Spotify and wherever you get your podcasts. And I'd and love your to Facebook have pages. Oh, on our Facebook page. Facebook.com mm-hmm. slash group slash Enslate. Grab Which it. is very active. Yeah, no? Yeah, super Everyone active. Great did. questions. Yeah, true blue film TV media buffs. They're all on Enslate. Go check it out. Go learn some new things. Thank you, Mel, so much. Karel, thank you so much. Thank R2D2 you. behind you. Thank you so much. <laughs> I wasn't v. talking about Yael. <laughs> and v. who? And V. And, and Vin V. Ivy. Thank Bang V. The Boon. No, not the Boonso. And the Boonso because Mira loves him too. Guys, ladies, thank you so much. Thank you. I hope thank we didn't so like freak you out with all the info, like all in one go. So maybe that was a bit too much, no? No, 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 no. no. It, is, it is everything that we needed to learn more about this incredible phenomenon. <laughs> yeah. So thank you very much, ladies. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Marky uh, Mark. Wow. That, uh, that was an education. It certainly was. I thought I came into it fully prepared, but I, we barely even scratched the surface with the absolute fandom. Um, and those girls can talk their ears off, and they, they probably uh, let, us, let us off on, on uh, what truly is it like to be a fan of uh you know korean pop culture so great awakening no yeah yeah i i have to admit that after i've learned so much more i do have a lot more respect for uh like particularly the k-pop guys uh knowing that uh they are legit singers that can hit high notes it's not all just you know like you know run through a computer and a synthesizer to make them sound half decent but uh yeah now apparently they're legit so i'm gonna I'm going to start listening. I'm going to start watching. And uh, hopefully I'll learn a thing or two. Excellent. With that being said, guys, thank you for joining us on our very first Maiden episode of season two. Oh, my goodness. Um, They just get interesting and more and more interesting. We've already have our lineup established. And, uh, yeah, we've been working on it for the last couple months. So we're excited to bring it to you. Again, we're going to be active on our uh, other social media sites. So please, uh, you know, check in with, with us once in a while, add us up, follow us, spread the news about the Mark and Rove uh, podcast. Nelson, anything else you want to add, sir? Yeah. I just want to thank everyone very much for joining us for a season two. Uh, this is just the tip of the iceberg. We will be learning so much more together with you guys. We've got a lot of uh, interesting topics coming up. Um, and I believe next week it's uh, is it business? Yes, sir. It is business. We will reveal any more of the details, but yeah, that's a topic we all need to know a little bit more about, especially in these times. Yes, sir. Here, here. All right, guys. Thank you very much. Uh, this is Mark and Rove signing out. And as always, what do we need? We need new friends. Thank you. Bye, new friends. Take care. Mm-hmm.